sometimes to make ourselves feel better about where we are as a society today, we need to look back at where we came from. Good call. Yeah. Particularly this one trend that happened a year ago is going to take you back. And we're almost going to feel a little bit smarter looking back at what we were doing. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the milk crate challenge? Yeah. (laughs) Where everyone was walking over stacks of milk crates. Why were we doing that? Uh, distraction, I guess. If The pain you feel after crashing to the ground is distracting from the pain that you feel from the state of the world. Yeah. It's been officially a year since the Milk Crate Challenge, and that was something that was buried so deep in the vault of my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, even more deeply than the Tide Pod Challenge. This was oh like, God. it was way, way, way back there. And just looking back at some of the other trends in 2021 to make us feel a little bit, you know, evolved, cottagecore was really big in 2021. Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Taylor Swift, folklore, cardigan, things like that. I think Animal Crossing has to do with that as well on Nintendo Switch. Yes! I think I was still streaming on Twitch at the time, and I was playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Yes! And there's one on this list here of 2021 fashion trends called Coconut Girl Aesthetic. And I have some questions about that. What is Coconut, coconut girl. girl Aesthetic? Yeah, if um, you have any idea. And mullets, it said, were really, really big in 2021. Oh I think they still are in a way, mullets. Do you think that trend is kind of dying at this point? I think point? mullets, once people, once people like us start saying mullets are really big, that means they're probably yeah. out. You know what I mean? The mullet like, mustache combo is such a classic. I think the mullet mustache combo is 2021 and we're going to cycle into something new. Yeah, it's kind of so, died. Uh, the coconut girl aesthetic, I looked it up. Uh-huh. It's perpetual holiday hibiscus flowers and no worries about anything ever. So it's a lot like of that. crocheted tops and, you know floppy sun hats and hibiscus flowers. You know, like Hawaiian dad shirts? Right. That's what they're talking about. If you can think of any of these trends that happened during the pandemic years that you you can't believe, you know, were so recent because it all feels like a long time ago. I feel like since that happened, there's you kind of get this instant nostalgia it's, where yeah. even things that are only two years ago feel more like 10. Yeah. If you could think of any, text 10939. But how about this blast from the past, which again was a huge song just last year? Astro. No. Oh, Remember, this wow. is blowing up the charts. That was last year? Last year. No way. I still don't know how it got so huge. What you know about rolling down in the day when your brain goes numb? This was last year? Have you ever listened to the yeah. words that he's saying? No. He's like, oh yeah, you know when your brain goes numb? You just go ahead and call that mental freeze. That's what that is. Like, oh. What does any of that mean? Well, it's catchy. It doesn't astronaut it doesn't in the ocean. It doesn't matter. It's provocative. Masked <laughs> wolf. the people going. Where is he now? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. We were talking about things that you can't believe how long ago they happened. And we got a text at 10939 that says, remember Fire Festival? That was five years ago. Oh, my Fire goodness. Fire Festival, the biggest disaster of a music festival ever put on. Well, I guess that we've kind of have like every concert festival that comes through now is essentially like Fire Festival. It all seems to self-destruct. Yeah, now. there have been some really, really poorly organized um, events in Toronto the last yeah. little bit. It's making those cheese sandwiches look good. It's Hannah and Johnny, by the way, on 93.9 Virgin Radio. And there was a few of them, like um, Boots and Hearts. If you haven't heard of that, it's yeah. a you know massive country music festival. They had to try to evacuate their festival grounds over the weekend because of severe incoming weather conditions. Mm-hmm. But it was at a point where it was like, 
guess so poorly organized that people couldn't get out in some cases. They were like, we've been, you know, in over two hours, we've moved four inches trying to get away. They're telling us to evacuate. We can't. Other people did leave, and then there was an announcement like, okay, you can come back now. They're like, we already left. We spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars to come here, and then we right. left. And now you're saying, come back. We're already hours away. It's wild. And, and that you would... can't blame the weather, though. Well, no, but, you know, if, if they're saying, okay, emergency, everyone evacuate, and then no one can leave, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with the organization. Uh, I agree with that, definitely. You know, then you hear about Montreal Pride Parade getting canceled because there wasn't enough uh, volunteers Yeah, they involved. were sh- short 80 volunteers. And there was, um, uh, was it Kingston Fest also happening kind of in the Toronto area where it was a music festival where they ran out of water, the speakers weren't working, so unless you were right at the front of the stage, you literally couldn't hear the performers. Oh, no. It's it, every single event is a complete meltdown disaster. Well, and Culture Land just Culture released Land. a statement, one? so that was a bit of a dumpster fire as well, right? Yeah. Did they? Do you have the statement? What were they yeah, saying? Yeah. It says first and foremost, we want to extend our sincerest apologies to all the attendees of this past weekend's Culture Land Festival. So I don't know what exactly happened at the so Culture Land Festival. They it was supposed to happen at Markham Fairgrounds on Sunday and be an all day event. They last minute changed venues to the Ajax Downs Racetrack, which uh-huh. was like. Two hours away, I think, from the original venue. So you had people showing up at the original spot, being told it's not happening here now. You have to go to this spot two hours away. It was supposed to start at noon. They delayed it till 4 p.m. Then they delayed it till 6 p.m. Artists started dropping out because they were like, this wasn't what I agreed to do. It's a smaller stage. This venue's trash. Yeah. So it ended up being, I think, like a few-hour event that was supposed to be a whole-day thing that people were spending hundreds of dollars on and traveling across the country to come see. Right. And so they said on day one, this is what they're blaming it on. They said, unfortunately, there are some issues that arose out of our control, such as delayed sound check paired with the unexpected heat wave and staff shortage, Mm -hmm. which resulted in the delay of entry on day one. And of course, like you said, they switched venues at the last minute due to a miscommunication with Markham Fairgrounds. It's wild. I I don't understand because that's the thing. You think about Fire Festival and that was such a huge scandal at the time. How could this happen? Now it seems like every single festival has that lack of organization. Yeah. They're they're overselling and under delivering every time and i don't know if it's because people forgot how to put on events because it was one of the earliest industries to be affected by covid and then like you were saying there's staff shortages or they're hiring people who have clearly never planned a big scale festival like these ones like experience comes in so handy things like you can't just plan a festival and be like yeah everything's going to be great like you need Mm -hmm. crowd control you need all of these different things and i you need volunteers people are realizing the day of that they're short 80 volunteers like you can't that can't happen and you know it it would be fine or at least more easy to swallow if the prices were reflecting that but the prices for things have never been more expensive either yeah so you're getting charged more to have a worse experience and get less than you were promised yet where are the refunds at? I bet that it's not going to be easy to get a hold of them. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. And I'm on it. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. 93.9. Virgin Radio. This artist is coming out of retirement. Who could it be? Iggy Azalea. Don't <laughs> ever drumroll Iggy Azalea again. Is that again. the biggest letdown of all time? Yeah. I don't know. How, how dare you? I'm sorry. Like, how no shade. You? No shade. Uh-huh. Iggy Azalea said yesterday, and I would like to read her statement because it's kind of funny. Go for it. Uh, she said, a year ago, I was willing to walk away from music because I was tired of the negative energy it attracted. Side note. Didn't even know that Iggy Azalea retired. I didn't either. But here we are. And it's only been a year since she's. Yeah, and she's that. like, I'm okay. already back. I digress. The rest of Iggy Azalea's statement, she says, I've learned even when I'm minding my business, y'all gonna be negative and nosy. Mm. So if I can't have peace, neither can you. I'm coming back. Cry about it. Okay. 
Boom. So she knows. She knows how people are going to react. They, she knows that she's going to get some hate on this because she always has. Yeah. She had catchy songs. I remember when she was, you know, first coming out and she had a lot of songs on the radio. People did really hate on Iggy Azalea and she didn't necessarily deserve it. Wasn't there one pizza person who, like, gave her phone number out or something like did that? Did that happen? Yeah, back a in the day. Person. Like, they delivered a pizza to Iggy Azalea and then they, like, okay. screenshotted the phone number or something I- like I- that. Why? Yeah, so I don't know. unfortunate. But um, you can hear new music on the way from Iggy Azalea if that's something you were looking for. Who day? Yeah. Wake up! Wake up! Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Yesterday was a historic anniversary of an event that, in my opinion, should be more famous. More people should know about this. It's really important mm-hmm. in today's climate. It is the 18-year anniversary of the time Dave Matthews' band tour bus dumped 800 pounds of feces on people taking a cruise on the Chicago River. (laughs) Did you know where I was going with that? This is a true story. Uh, Until you said Dave Matthews. I knew that that happened uh, that anniversary recently, but yeah. 100% real. It was yesterday, Uh. actually. On the afternoon of August 8th, 2004, people were taking in an open-air architectural boat tour on the Chicago River. And they received an unwelcome surprise as they passed beneath the Kinsey Street Bridge. Someone on the Dave Matthews Band tour bus at that time was dumping 800 pounds of human waste. And it fell right onto the boat and the passengers on the boat. That is insane. And thank goodness. Oh, you're putting on Dave Matthews? I thought you were going to put on, like, Titanic music. Can we change this to, like, um... You want Titanic music. Far, where how is that at all? Because we're lucky the boat was big. If the boat was like a smaller boat, it would yeah. sink from the amount, the amount of, of feces. It was that significant. There are photos of this, and it's absolutely wild. If it were any smaller, the boat would go down, which That's is why up. the Titanic is very okay. appropriate right now because nobody here knows Dave Matthews' band songs. Uh, are you kidding me? Crash into okay, me? Okay, well, if what you're not going to find it, I'm going to find All it. Right, and your I will not continue until <laughs> this song is on. Listen, if you wanted Titanic, you should have done a little uh, prepping beforehand. Well. Is my suggestion. You, you ready with the Titanic music? <laughs> okay, here we go. This is R.E. <laughs> The amount of feces that got oh. dropped on the boat via the Dave Matthews Band tour bus. Way funnier, by the way, this yeah. song. Good. Uh, a reporter from the Chicago Tribune was among those who were exposed to the human waste. And the newspaper called the substance the tour bus was excreting a foul liquid substance <laughs> and horrific. <laughs> so, the oh. tour bus driver reportedly paid a fine and completed 11 and a half years of probation. So they're saying it was the, the driver's fault. Yeah, the driver took the fall for this. Um, wow. He also completed community service after admitting to the dumping. Uh-huh. Uh, they gave the Chicago Park District $50,000 to, quote, start the healing process. Man. So there's somebody on Twitter named Slade. They said, time flies. A child born on the day of the Dave Matthews Band tour bus dropped 800 pounds of sh- poop on the Chicago River tourists. They can now legally vote and go to war. Oh, my God. So if you were born on the day of the Dave Matthews Band poop explosion, you can vote today. The poop explosion. The poop explosion. Top to bottom, I love everything about this. Um, I am wondering who you think has... 
Like, if, if some tour bus from a band is going to dump their waste on you, who would you prefer it to be? Or no, who would you, you say would is the worst? Prefer it to no, be anyone. No, but there's a scale, you know? I think... Uh, Nickelback tour bus would be pretty bad. I feel as if Nickelback tour bus poop explosion would be one of the worst. Why? What, I don't know. They just there? give that kind of vibe to Chad me. Chad Kruger? Yeah. You think he's going to be in there? Oh, what about my. Maroon 5? You love Maroon 5. Uh, I feel like theirs wouldn't be that bad. I feel like Adam Maroon Levine 5? doesn't yeah. poop that much. He's probably vegan or something. Yeah, I'm not a huge Maroon 5 fan, but I do think that they it wouldn't be as bad as the Dave Matthews band. It wouldn't be as bad. Uh, you know, it's, if I'm thinking of it, maybe like Insane Clown Posse, oh. that would be the last yeah. one I would ever want to get What about that, onto my that band Broken Social Scene that has like 15 <laughs> members? <laughs> you and your arcade fire thing too. Yes, You're like, damn it! <laughs> there's a lineup for the bathroom on that bus. This is going to be awful! Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Thanks for starting up the potty party today, Hannah. Usually it's me who brings up these kinds of stories. So Yeah, well, you know what? This was an important news <laughs> moment. It is the 18-year anniversary of Dave Matthews' band's Poopscapade. Poopscapade. Nice. Poopsplosion. Yes. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. It was their tour bus. They emptied it into the Chicago River. Is that the what happened? The Chicago River onto a boat. 800 pounds of human feces fell in an open air boat tour. And I, uh, they were traumatized. I cannot imagine. Awful. This sounds like a traumatizing poop story as well, though. On the phone, 519-792-6040. Doug, let her rip. I got stuck in a porter potty at a public concert. I went to open the door and it wouldn't unlock. So I'm pounding on the door. I'm trying not to knock it over. And I hear a truck backing up. What they were going to do is that they had been having trouble with that porter potty all day and no one told me about it. They were going to pull it off the lot. So I heard the truck backing up and everything. Finally, the guy got the door open and I come walking out of there. He goes, I was willing to pick it up and take it away. I go, thank goodness you didn't. Okay, new fear, new fear unlocked. Wow. That is my greatest fear in yeah. life now, is getting stuck in a porta potty and taken away forever, banging mm-hmm. on the side. Still a worse fear than getting Dave Matthews tour bus who dumped on you while you're on a boat? I think the porta potty would be worse. Yeah. I got the poo on me. I just had to break that one out. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. A cringe that hurts so good. He broke up with me. While you were in the lingerie and trench coat. Yes! It's Toxic Tuesdays. Like 93.9 Virgin Radio. How far would you go to catch your man cheating? Oh, no, not this again. <laughs> This TikToker is actually inspiring millions of people with her next level approach to uh, infidelity. Her and her friends stalked the suspected cheater back to a hotel room where he was with another woman. And they sat outside the front door of the hotel room waiting for the two of them to come out. Stakeout. There was a stakeout. So there were three women sitting cross-legged outside this hotel room door. They were making drinks. They were partying outside the hotel just waiting for Homeboy to come out and catch him cheating. (laughs) And so there are a lot of different reactions to this video in the comment section. The video itself doesn't have any actual speaking. It just has a video of them drinking on the floor and it says, waiting to catch him cheating. Okay. But the uh, cosmetics brand Benefit 
commented on it and said, never been more proud of the sisterhood. Yeah. You know, but a lot of other comments. Proud of this stalking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of deserves it because they were right. Yeah. Um, Another comment says, this is so sad. These men aren't worth it. Legit have girls drinking on the floor, putting their time into him yet again. (laughs) That's true. Just leave him. Not worth the stress. You deserve so much better. Uh Um, But somebody wrote in their defense and said, it's not about the man being worth the effort at this point. It's about the principle, the look on his face when he comes out of that hotel room and everyone's saying, like, party. Oh, my God. Welcome to being single. But it won't be. They're going to be in shambles because they're probably going to be absolutely plastered by the time (laughs) that the dude comes out. It's like, you don't know what you had. So, unfortunately, there's no actual video of him emerging from the hotel room. But her friend did make a part two. So this is what she had to say about the situation and how it all went down. All right. Okay, so pretty much part two, we're at Calgary Stampede. And of course it was at Stampede. My friend has been seeing this guy for like two and a half years. This guy literally makes us run around the whole entire city because we're supposed to be staying with him. And whatever. We're thinking things are getting a little bit sus at this point. Yes, so things were definitely getting a little bit sus. And then if you fast forward a little bit to later in the video... Her old phone and her old phone number had the his address shared to it, like permanently shared. Wow. So they so we found look, the location. And this guy is literally a five-minute drive away from us at a hotel. And we literally pull up. We ask the... We asked the hotel manager for, like, <clears throat> his last name and what room he's staying in because we're, like, his friends or whatever. Which, usually they're not and supposed to give out, I feel. No. And we literally hear him and another girl talking on the outside of the hotel. So we're, we just waited there outside the room for him to, and her to come out. To sum it up, obviously, this girl had no idea that the guy she was in the hotel with had a girlfriend for, like, almost three years, but... Are we single? We're single. So um, the moral of the story is that she did dump him. Uh-huh. And, of course, this is not blaming the girl in the hotel room. She had no idea. Right. This is just about the boyfriend. The guy yep. in, this, in this situation. Yeah. Okay, well, we like to do it. We like to drag the toxicity to the surface on Tuesdays. If you have a, a story you'd like to share, please text 10939 or call 519-792-6040. Yeah, the lengths you have gone oh, to. Oh, boy. To put someone in their place. I can feel my toxicity levels rising right now. <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Break my heart. So Liz is on the phone. 519-792-6040. Sees your hotel stakeout and raises you essentially a super spy infiltration. Super spy. Yeah, this is absolutely amazing. I gotta get some like Mission Impossible theme going on here. That That'll work nicely. So Liz. You busted your now ex-husband cheating on you, and you followed them to a hotel. Tell, tell us what you did next. How did you get in here and make it happen? Um, I just sat back and kind of watched. I even called the hotel and said, um, my husband just went in there, and I forgot my key, and I don't know what room they're at. I'm Ooh. so sorry. And the lady gives me the room number, and um, I knocked on the door, and I kind of stood aside and covered the little people, and I right. said, housekeeping. Oh! And they did, and they first they said we don't need anything. Yeah. So I waited and I knocked again and knocked again and I said housekeeping. 
And finally, they opened the door. Busted. Busted. Oh, my gosh. What are they, How do they react in that situation? You're like a trapped rat. Like, yeah. what did they do? He just sat down, and she stood up and tried to explain stuff, and I took care of her, and then I just well, looked at so him, and, yeah, it went from there, but that's how they were busted. Wow. There's no denying it at that point. No, you got them right in you the You can't act. jump out the window. This is, we got to get Liz in for, like, a regular Toxic Tuesday spot, where she's like, this is what you do. You get your uh, closet full of disguises, got a variety of wigs, <laughs> I learned how to pick locks. Like, we are... <laughs> She's more like, I know jujitsu at this point. <laughs> Is that what she meant by taking care of the woman in this situation? <laughs> more Hit and Johnny next. NFTs with your PSL? WTF. <laughs> it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. This is what people are talking about right now, that Starbucks might be adding NFTs to their reward program. I, I Are we still on NFTs? Are we not just abandoning this idea at this point? I still don't understand how NFTs are a thing. Well, I mean, especially with the like what seems like an ongoing crypto collapse. Yeah. I just don't understand how they're still out here. Um, but I guess... Starbucks could be getting into it, seemingly too late. But back in May, they had the idea of branded NFTs, saying that the themes of these collections would be born of Starbucks artistic expressions. Mm -hmm. That was according to their chief marketing officer. And I guess Starbucks Investor Day is just over a month away. Put that on your calendar. Oh, I (laughs) I should invest. If there's any company that I will invest in, it's probably going to be Starbucks. The amount that I go there, they keeps the lights on in that place. Yeah, and they're saying that, you know, they they could have details out next month about this where purchasing NFTs could unlock new rewards for Starbucks or that Starbucks may possibly give you NFTs as part of their rewards program. Hey, maybe this is what's going to get me a basic B Uh on the NFTs. NFT train. Could be. If it's going to get me some Starbucks rewards points and uh, some free drinks, that might that might be There's a more value. point. There's actually value to something like that, which is the weird thing about a lot of NFTs. You know, everyone jokes about them just being JPEGs that you're buying that anyone could screenshot and what's the point? And it's like, well, yeah, you can screenshot it, but I own it. And it's like, cool. So many of them, though, do have like real life value in the certain things that are attached to them. Like in this example, maybe you would get like, oh, free drinks or whatever at Starbucks with the purchase of this NFT. I don't really know how it'll work. But is everyone going to own the NFT? Or is there only going to be one single NFT? I feel like you would each get your specific one. Again, it could go a few different ways. They were just saying that, you know, Starbucks might be going into the NFT field when it comes to their rewards. I don't know if it's the move, though. Personally, I think Tim Hortons had a better idea by promoting hashtag maple bacon on Twitter today. Did you see that? Oh, Tim's is promoting that? (laughs) Yes. Oh. It's just so funny because right now Twitter's going crazy. It's like, you know, Trump. Has the FBI raiding his place in Mar-a-Lago? We got Ezra Miller raining terror in Vermont. All these things are happening in the states, and then in Canada, Twitter, it's just hashtag Maple Bacon, bud. And, uh, and the weekend's oh voice—you'll <laughs> never believe what the weekend really sounds like. He sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, we're taking it a little more easy up. Here. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station, ninety-three-nine Virgin Radio. The customer experience really changes the game when you are going to a big box business because they don't need your loyalty and you don't need them. So if you have a bad experience somewhere, you can very quickly just be like, okay, bye-bye. That's true. But I was talking to my sister-in-law just on Saturday about how nice everybody at Starbucks is. Like, truly, my Starbucks drive-thru person is my therapist. The baristas, and apologies to them because pretty sure they get paid and are told to always ask, how's your day? Like, what are you doing later? 
oh, I like your shirt. Maybe that's just because you're there every single day. Everybody knows you by name. (laughs) It it doesn't even matter what location you go to or who it is. It's so nice just to chit-chat. Yeah. And, like, that always leaves you with a really great experience. It's the opposite of what happens at Aritzia. Because Aritzia is a clothing store that's a Mm. little bit bougie, but, like, not super bougie. And the people who work there are usually so mean. Yeah. Like, it makes you not want to go back. Because they just, like, look you up and down. They're like, do you want a fitting room? Well, if you have any any businesses that you want to give a shout-out for always being really nice and you know like that hospitality yeah you can't get anywhere else you can text 1093 it makes a huge difference we we get that a lot in drive-thrus because usually our dog is with us leo will be riding shotgun waiting for his timbit or his puppuccino from starbucks so they love that they love that That would be my favorite part as like a drive-thru attendant is seeing pets yeah we're giving them puppuccino we've been getting into the drive-thru stuff a lot right now uh people are curious about the hashtag maple bacon because again Tim Horton's got that trending. It's a promoted tweet. Are they changing all of their bacon to maple? Are they releasing maple-flavored bacon donuts? You tell us. I, that's what I'm trying to find. I go on the on the trending hashtag, and it, it just says, try a twist on a morning classic, and then it shows everyone else's tweets. So I don't know. Have you ever had donuts with bacon on them? Because I've oh, had that before. Absolutely. Love it. Would love to see more of that. And uh, we do have someone on the phone, too. 519-792-6040. You wanted to tell us about a special bacon sweet ingredient. What's up? I used to have a co-worker that made baking cupcakes, and they weren't too bad. Okay, how yeah. Would, yeah. She will fry bacon, and instead of oil, she uses the bacon grease uh-huh. to give it a bacony flavor, Yum. and then she also will, like, get it crispy and then crush it to where it's like a powder and mix Ooh. into the Cake mix. I love it. I love it. I love everything about that. Um, I read somewhere that bacon was the new avocado and that people put it on everything. Uh-huh. And just so you know, this sounds amazing. Tim Hortons has launched a new line of maple bacon breakfast sandwiches. All right. Okay. They just announced today. Maple bacon breakfast sandwiches. They say it's for a limited time only, but that sounds absolutely the amazing. headline. You're, that sounded so intense. Like, maple bacon. bacon. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. In the On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Ashton Kutcher was on the TV show Running Wild with Bear Gorillas. Bear Gorillas? Bear Gorillas. (laughs) Yep, Bear Gorillas news. Oh, my God. It's more Ashton Kutcher news. So he actually opened up about a battle he had with a disease called vasculitis that left him unable to see, hear, or even walk for a while. So here's a clip from that. Like two years ago, I had this weird, super rare form of vasculitis. That like knocked out my vision, knocked out my hearing, yeah, and knocked out like all my equilibrium. It took me like a year to like build it all back up. You don't really appreciate it until it's gone, until you go. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to see again. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to hear again. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to walk again. Wow, what an ordeal! Talk about strength through adversity. I just love Bear Gorillas' voice. Stop calling him Bear Gorillas. What's his name? Bear Grills. Bear Grills? He's my hero. Bear Grills? Yes, Bear Grills is his name. I always thought it was Bear Gorillas. Clearly, you've never watched any of the shows he has where he's like, I'm abandoning 13 British men and women on an abandoned island. I love Bear Grylls so much. I was talking about him yesterday mm-hmm. because, um, I mean, first of all, I want to mention Ashton Kutcher. That sounds like a crazy ordeal. Okay, so vasculitis yeah. is a general term for several conditions that cause inflammation. 
inflammation of your blood vessels. It's uh-huh. also called angelitis or arteritis. That's scary. So yeah. he said he, he like was scared of losing his sight. Yeah, it says it can wow. affect people at any age, and it can make your blood vessels weak, stretched, bigger, or narrower. Okay. Yeah, so that's not good. But back to Bear Gorillas. Glad to hear he made it through that. But yeah, now I have to mention, I, I talked about how I made some chicken meatballs yesterday, yeah? Uh-huh. They didn't smell too hot when I first got the ground chicken out of the package. And I was wondering, I asked my fiance, I'm like, what do you think? It smells kind of sour, right? Eh? What's wrong with this ground chicken? Should we throw it out? And she's yeah. like, what would Bear Grylls do? She uh, literally brought up Bear Grylls and, because he's such a fixture in our household. And you're like, he'd eat it. Exactly. He has stories where he's like, I ate a dodgy snake the other day, and now I've got diarrhea while climbing up the side of a mountain. So, like, if if anyone's going to know the struggle, it's Bear Grylls. He's like, better drink my own pee for no reason. There's a water tap right yeah. over there. Oh, that Bear Grylls. Grylls. Bear Grylls. I'm glad you... Bear Grylls. <laughs> Now, here we go. Kenna and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio.